<laughs> you want to have that be the start? Let's <laughs> yeah, yeah. have that be the start of my... <laughs> We guys, we just sat down yeah. and just looked at each other and went, uh, that's day. it. <laughs> oh, we don't have the little little pads. Let me grab those. We're, let's keep rolling. Okay, this let's is... keep rolling. Good, because I was going to do one of those, like, you know, the dinosaur and the dinosaur show that's like, I'm the mom, I'm the baby that's yeah. hitting stuff. I was going to do that. I do that uh, whenever I'm hungry and anyone's making a nice meal for me. Say, I'm the baby, I'm the baby. Hello, sir. Welcome to Fleming Steakhouse. How would you like your fl- filet mignon? I'm the baby, I'm the baby. Yeah, I'm the fucking baby, dude. I'm actually duh baby. You want to hear what I think about people that are different than me? <laughs> Eddie goes, no, in the other room. Boys, welcome back. How are you? It's the uh, Gus Eddie podcast. Just me today. Eddie has once again abandoned you just as he will with every person in his life. He'll leave us and he'll make us cry and won't even be there to wipe the tears. I can only find one of them. I know people can hear us here. Oh, that's all right. I don't know where the other one is then. Um, you want to take one of these rubber ones that barely works? Yeah, let's do that. I will be so gentle. I will not even bang around here. I won't even jump around. You remember that scene in Mrs. Doubtfire where they were playing jump around at the kid's birthday party? And then the mom said, "Uh, this is it for the divorce now. (laughs) (laughs) I actually, uh, I rewatched. Did we? We didn't rewatch Mrs. Doubtfire together, did we? I don't think we did. I don't remember, actually. It would have been a while ago. I think it was like right before the pandemic, maybe. But I don't. Hmm. Maybe Chrissy and I watched it. But I remember that scene being like, man, they're. They're both really high caliber actors and they're really selling. I'm like sad for this marriage like yeah. immediately. I remember as a kid and I, I hate that it was probably spun this way because the, the overall movie is a really healthy like kind of discussion about divorce. And I'm I'm equipped to say that as a child not of divorce. So <laughs> I'll analyze this one. Well, Thank I you. can't I'll say I can't speak as a child of divorce because I was technically an adult of divorce. And that's much different. And You're, I think like a way different experience, you know? Yeah. You were just some weird man. living. I in was the just house. a grown man <laughs> at that time. Friday. Freshly 18, and then they were like, "You, hey, you're a man now, so, which means we're no longer together. And then Pierce Brosnan moved in. <laughs> <laughs> but you were saying, though, it's a healthy discussion. Yeah, about well, I, mean, I remember even thinking as a kid, though, and I wonder if more kids had this takeaway initially. I, I thought, like, what? The mom is being so shitty. He's just having fun, and I thought, she's the worst. Yep, I, I thought the same thing. And then as an adult, you're like, he's lying about being a, per- a person a different person to spend time with the kids when he doesn't have custody of the yeah. kids oops whoopsie just because he can make the nanu nanu voice <laughs> doesn't make it okay though dude. hey listen guys if you have kids and you get divorced just because you know flubber doesn't mean you can break the rules <laughs> bring flubber to the divorce proceedings <laughs> say hey it's judge about- look at this <laughs> stick around what, what like who how they pitch flubber they're like, hey, so Robin Williams is a nerd, and he's got this green cum thing that runs around and creates chaos. Uh, can I say? Yeah. I loved Flubber when we were younger. I liked Flubber, too. I, was, I had Flubber on VHS, and I would watch it all the time. Mm-hmm. I just I fucking loved Flubber. It was I really great. I don't even remember that much about Flubber. I just remember a few like pivotal scenes. I remember when it was like bouncing around. Didn't it like blast out some guy's ass or something? Isn't there a shot of I that? I do remember something like that. Maybe at his ass? I, does it go in? No. Flubber does Flubber, Flubber go do, into I don't a man? think I think maybe it gets one of those shots like Oh, you know those 2000 or late 90s, 2000 shots where something goes near a guy's ass and it's right in front of his face and he's bent over. He goes, oh, yeah. Bruce Almighty does the same thing with them. It's <laughs> the always monkey. just so awful. Did Flubber ever penetrate a man? It <laughs> <laughs> didn't even want to. Wait, the first result is actually for Bicentennial Man, which is a <laughs> way more serious Super Robin Williams serious one. Robin Williams one where he's a <laughs> robot who learns to love. The first two results are for are for Bicentennial Man and then Marcia Gay Harden, who just is a completely largely unrelated actress. Is she in Flubber? I think she's the I think she's the robot in Flubber. That's my by seeing her face. Oh, she is she is in Flubber. Is You're she right. the robot in Flubber? Uh yes. I saw her face and I knew she was the robot in Flubber. And you know what? I didn't even know if she was the robot, but you wanted to have me say yes so bad that I said yes, and I assume that reality. Did will you catch not up. check? 
No. What the fuck, dude? I'm I'm on the flubber page though. Uh huh. Doctor Sarah Jean Reynolds. That's not the fuck, <laughs> dude. But, but but look how happy you were in that little moment though when I told you that but, you got the thing right. But now you've lied to me, and well, in future moments I won't be as happy. Is a lie a lie when you like tell a kid Santa's real or like hey I'm you an know, adult we just established. You know I just wanted to elicit joy on this darkest of days. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna be a great dad. Yeah, I'm gonna be the best, dude. I'm gonna tell my kids that it's not real but flubber is <laughs> we gotta give the warning again gus oh just um, in case people are okay we'll <laughs> we'll beep that you guys know that you can get the context from yeah. what we talked about last week <laughs> guys flubber is real though so don't flubber's real if flubber's in your closet so <laughs> he's gonna come he's gonna enter you dude. He's, gonna, he's gonna come <laughs> he's flubber's gonna, gonna come. come that's that flubber too he's gonna come <laughs> Whatever happened, I was going to say from Mrs. Doubtfire, whatever happened to the guy that was like, oh, sweetheart, you're going to love this thing. That He was like in I'm, a couple things and then wasn't it, it there at all. My guess is that he's dead. I mean, I just, based on his voice. Does that not, is that not the vibe of somebody who is currently dead? Right? Should we, can we, should we guess if that guy's dead? Because I'm, I'm all <laughs> in on that guy person. being dead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, my guess is that that guy is dead. If that guy's alive, we'll be super happy. And, of course, if he's dead, my condolences to the family. Yeah, but also, in a separate, completely unrelated note, I will be overjoyed that my guess was correct. If we're if we're right, I will be a bit happier. Of course, my condolences to the family. Yeah, but, you know, to an extent. To an extent. <laughs> Why can't I fucking find this? I, I, I googled flubber. Just go, uh... Hey, who's that guy who talks like that? <laughs> <laughs> Siri's like, oh, oh, the guy from Flubber? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah can we guy. can we get Siri to change to that guy's voice? <laughs> oh, you're going to want to turn left on I would, Sienna. Guy. I would do that immediately. I would do it. Did I ever talk about, I'm sure I did at some point, but uh, the Waze app um, on uh, my first kind of adult road trip ever when we went to New York? Uh, no, tell me. Here's a little bingo for you. Uh, Tony, my buddy, one of my buddies, Zach, and I went on a road trip. It was a, a very... Uh, Honestly, it was very like movie coming of age road trip where we were 18. We had a friend who had moved to New York when we were 15 and we were FaceTiming him at the start of our summer right after we graduated high school. Yeah. And uh, we were just like, man, he's like, man, you guys got to come out here. I have this apartment you can stay at. And I just went like, what if we just left in two days? Mm hmm. I was like, we, all our schedules are clear. And we just, I kind of like asked my parents, I had a car uh, and then uh, we just went and it was super fun. That's but awesome. we had ways on during it and uh, we chose Lightning McQueen as the voice for it. You could do that? At the time, they have celebrity voices, so they cycle them out. So Lightning McQueen's not there anymore. But uh, he would say, you know, if you're going on a long road trip, you're rarely taking left turns. You're mm -hmm. exiting right. But if you're on the highway, you're rarely taking left. So it was real special. But he would go, like, a left is coming up. Ka-chow. <laughs> <laughs> and every time the ka-chow game, we go, yeah! And then uh, if you passed any reported, like, construction, uh, any, you know, like, problem on the road, which there was, like, a thousand of them, he'd go, huh, trouble up ahead. Must be an oil spill. <laughs> and I heard that, like, a thousand times. Well, it's funny to think that, too, because you, you honestly have to think around the dumbest fucking people when you put shit out into yep. the world. And I wonder if there was anybody that was actually like, honey, is there like an actual oil disaster? Like, was there a tanker that flipped over there? Yep. It's a BP, but on the, in the middle of the Ohio Turnpike. <laughs> <laughs> so this guy actually ain't dead. Oh, there you, wait, that looks like a recognizable. Uh, a lot of people know this person, and we were just saying that guy with that voice. I bet he's uh, more accomplished than we're. Henry, Henry Forbes Fierstein is an American actor and playwright, best known for his theater work in Torch Song Trilogy, Hairspray, Mrs. Doubtfire, Independence oh. Day, Mulan, Mulan 2. Um, is just, he the original? Uh, I, I don't want to be wrong here. Is he the original mom in Hairspray? Did you ever um, see Hairspray? Yeah, I liked hairspray. Let me let me click this one. Oh, it that is the oh, it's the Broadway hairspray. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Cause the movie is John Travolta. <laughs> oh, duh. Okay. Oh, that maybe then. That's what I'm thinking. That would be a great fit. That would totally be a great fit. And oh my god. I don't know when hairspray came out, so I don't know what made his career. Was it flubber? Was it hairspray? We'll never know. I will never know ever. We're. That was weird that that happened. Not because of a cross dressing thing, but because John Travolta. And he's really into it. John Travolta. John Travolta is probably, and this has nothing to do with the hairspray role, 
Yeah. Probably one of the weirdest people to ever live He's ever. So fucking weird. Cause he like was really good in like hairspray. And then I don't know, personally, my opinions of him in the OJ show. Yeah. He's just like the weirdest man of all time. It's kind of weird though, because I actually did watch some interviews with Robert Shapiro and I was like, he kind of does seem like Robert Shapiro. That's like, the he's thing. so fucking, it's a strange guy. I though. think the big problem, John Travolta's problem is that the guy he's playing a strange guy. And then similarly around that time he did the Adele Dazeen thing. Yeah. And so that in my brain, that's jo- <laughs> that. So it's for John Travolta. It's used to be in Greece. Um, was weird on the OJ show. Um, oh, by the way, I know he has other roles. I, we will not be discussing those. This is only what pops out in my head. Um, and then Scientology. And those yep. are the th- those are in my head what John Travolta is. <laughs> so maybe he's a more normal guy. He is so fucking. He's just everything about him is kind of weird. Because also there is a lot of talent underneath him. Like he has that good way of just ha- having some. He, he's got such a tone. A yeah, he travolts every role. <laughs> he does travolt. <laughs> Did you, by the way, what? speaking? Are we cool with talking about uh, Scientology on here? Because I know we're just gonna get just, fucking yeah, sent. Yeah, yeah. Can I? Are we just talking candid fuck Scientology? Just, yeah, man. Um, <laughs> Did you see what uh, the younger Jonas brother, Frankie Jonas, did? What did he do? He he posted a TikTok where he was at an influencer party with like a bunch of TikTok stars. And he brought a Scientology necklace on a chain and just gave it to each person and said, like, take a photo with my necklace. And like oh. one of the Demilios, which it's like, I think she's like a child yeah. still. So it's like, don't, don't bait her into yeah. fucking taking a photo. But like image after image of popular TikTok teen or like 20 year old with a Scientology necklace, just like winking oh, or like no. trying to look cool with it. And I believe the TikTok got taken down, but man, that's a funny joke. That's a, that's a really good bit. That's a really good bit, dude. Oh, that's evil, dude. That's fucking evil. Yeah, man. Just John Travolta, obviously pretty much decades of Scientology shit. It's weird. You can see him. There's a video of him talking on a movie uh, where he is, and I won't play any of the audio, but you can find it on YouTube. He is just talking about Scientology and shit. And <laughs> the funny thing is, it's behind the scenes of a film where he's dressed up like a like a Vietnam War colonel or whatever. Oh. <laughs> um, I wonder if I talk about a John Travolta Scientology interview. I just want you to see the uh, outfit that he has on. Also, are you? I don't think we talked about it before. Mm. Are you willing to talk about the? Th- and we can cut it. The thing that uh, when I was back home in Chicago, that like you and Will, uh, the like street thing with Scientology. Wow, the street thing. Do you remember when you guys like went over there? Oh yeah, we didn't go in there. But no, no, I'm talking about like where you said it seemed like. And again, we could cut this. Yeah, we're not afraid of them, but I'm just. It's not my story. It is just a slight annoyance to not want to have to deal with. Yeah, but to be inundated with fucking mail and shit. That you guys said that like near the the road, like kind of right around there, almost seemed like they had like paid actors walking around because it it was a dead area. But then it looked like a very popular street and they were all staring at you right yeah it is again let's our best friends ever is the word allegedly here i had i had heard before that they hire people to uh to walk around there's l ron hubbard way which is the the street that they have that goes between some of their shit over by sunset uh-huh. <clears throat> sorry my voice is kind of shot i've been yelling like nuts lately it's twitch stream shit um there uh i had heard that they they have people that are instructed whenever somebody goes through there to just like walk through like if there's people on bikes and shit to walk through to try to like elicit accidents and shit so that they can get sued again oh. that was just a crazy thing that i had heard who knows if it's true but anecdotally we went over there and we had some of the wheels bikes and it was like me and will and some other friends and shit uh and i was like i was like look up that street there dude nobody fucking crossing that street right and we were way at the end of the drive it's like i guarantee we're gonna take our bikes through there and people are gonna start whizzing by like back and forth went up there instantly people it was like the fucking truman show when they're in their marks you know and i've done that multiple times with friend groups before Uh and the same thing has happened so you know we're not claiming anything uh, but but that's an interesting thing. I've, yeah, I've, I'm sorry. Were you gonna say? I was gonna say also famously L in L Ron Hubbard stands for Lon Ron Hubbard. Lon Ron Hubbard. Most that's people, his real name. They don't know that. They don't know that the L stands for Lon. Yeah. And re- he really went by Lonnie Ronnie. He did do that. <laughs> Lonnie Ronnie Hubby. It was what that's he went his by. wife called him. <laughs> <laughs> she said the full thing is a nickname. Yeah, Lonnie Ronnie Hubby. Anyway, I I 
I go so deep into just learning about that kind of shit. Obviously, in a in a it is fucked way, but it, it's fascinating. And I couldn't actually find this John Travolta interview at all, though. But unfortunately, it's just him, and he's got like one of those army caps on. He's just like, this stuff is pretty good. <laughs> it's like, I was reading these books, and this stuff's pretty good. It's like you couldn't have waited till wardrobe took that off you, dude. <laughs> you look like a fucking military guy, being like, this is the best way of thinking and living. You know, he's just John is so fucking. Some about him just seems so big. Like it's not even that he's like a big fat person at all, which would not be a problem. It just he seems like he's a tiny face on. There's just so much head. There's so much guy. There's so much guy around him. Yeah, and it's I I don't know. He's just what a, what he's an interesting person. He's getting smaller. Also, you know, he like uh, loves. He has one of those. Uh, he lives in one of those plain neighborhoods. One of the, what's that? I'm not even kidding. I That's just, not even a bit. And I don't, <laughs> it sounds I just, funny as hell. I don't know what it is, but just he lives in one of those plain neighborhoods. It's, what does that mean? <laughs> it's a neighborhood where a bunch of rich people, like their connected street is a runway. And you land planes and then pull the plane up to your front door and you get out and you go into your mansion. Normal people don't live there. No. <laughs> There's no way. But he, he apparently loves flying. And I think he got a love for flying when that car in real life took off in Greece. At the end of Greece? You think so? When that car took flight? I don't think that's fake. They couldn't fake that at the time. Said, you kidding me? Huh, I could live on a street that does this all the time. <laughs> uh, I knew it was a muscle car. I didn't know it was a muscle plane. <laughs> Why are we giving that <laughs> Sandy, imagine landing this thing right in your yard. <laughs> She's like, my name is Olivia. What are you talking about? Imagine driving up to your front door in this thing. No, think about it. We could land it here. We could get married, Sandy. It's like, again, I'm Olivia. The cameras aren't rolling. You get out of my trailer right now. I like to think that he's been method acting Greece, and he's the he's what's his fucking name in Greece again? Uh, it's Johnny the Rocket. <laughs> That's not true, is it? Big Jeff. I can't big remember. Je he's I big, think Jeff. It's big Jeff. John Travolta is Big Jeff oh, in Greece. It's Danny. It's Danny. 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 It's something with his Danny McBride. It's not something with a Z, Danny right? Phantom. Danny Zuko. Is it Zuko? I was going to say Danny Zuko, but I was like, I'm thinking of Avatar. No. So it is Danny Zuko. Yeah, dude. You better shape up. <laughs> do, do, do. Um, but uh, I like to think that John Travolta has been method acting Danny Zuko, who is now, for the sake of everyone else, pretending to be John Travolta. Yeah. So he goes home and he goes like... Can you believe these guys? <laughs> <laughs> Asking me about Scientology? I don't believe in that crap. And then he uh, lights up a cigarette, hits it in one drag in his room, and flicks it in the corner. <laughs> How come Spirit Airlines doesn't let me use that runway for my car? <laughs> this Tom Cruise guy is crazy. <laughs> Give me some grease. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, every other car he goes into, he thinks it's a flying one. They're trying to do the Royale with cheese scene from Pulp Fiction. He's like, you know... Is this Sammy? Is this one of those flying ones here? <laughs> I'm just looking at the dashboard. Where's the fly button, Sammy? <laughs> oh oh man, this is a, such a dumb fucking podcast that we you guys keep listening to. What is wrong with you? I, it's we. I have to check up every once in a while to go. Why are we? Why are we still going? Who knows? I'm so excited for. Uh, you know, we talked about. You know, in the future. Making you know some slight changes to the podcast, far future, but I'm very very excited for it. I'm excited for it too. Things are going to be looking up, and the and vibe's look. not going to change the podcast because we never, we would never do something where it turns into a show where you're like, well, that's not what it used to be. Because mm -hmm. we we I think we're pretty good at watching stuff and realizing what people like, and when somebody changes something, going, oh, we're not going to do that. Yeah, I don't want to do that. We're going to add um, a third host, and it's going to be a monkey. We got a monkey, and I am s I will have to tell you off the podcast the thought that I just had, but <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I will have to pivot my joke now. Um, I was going to say we actually got Paul Schaefer from the David Letterman show as our sidekick. Paul's the, the uh, uh, bald music dude? Yeah, the bald music that's dude. That's all he is in my brain. I hate to belittle him, but that's all I know about Paul. It was always so weird because like David Letterman like had such a dry, like uh, like really just funny, shit-posty, sarcastic, always try to like play the idiot kind of of like uh like thing uh like tone about him uh -huh. and then paul schaefer is a master musician and he was so annoying <sighs> fucking annoying. that's what i saw from some clips where i was like he they're not on the same wavelength that's the problem what's the pr and it'd be like yeah you probably don't want a, a sidekick that is like well that's the thing though is because you go like again look at the conan format andy and conan are both 
dead nuts fucking hilarious. Yep. It works to That's, have a funny side host you, you person. You need. I really do think the side host needs to be like ultra talented, and yeah. that's why Andy works. We should get him on the podcast sometime. I don't like the man, frankly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we'll ever fucking get that guy on. I thought that Sasha Baron Cohen's lemur was way better than his lemur in Madagascar. More, t- more like sn- sn- uh, snort. Yup. Fucking done. <laughs> also, can I say, and people won't be able to smell it. What a great candle! It smells like a real apple. It smells that it's got that sharp little apple bit. Guys, give your give your if it's your car radio or your headphones, give it a sniff. Smell, smell your phone. Smell the candle. We've got a 4D aromascope from Spy Kids Four. I'm gonna release the scent. It's gonna be coming out of your headphone jack. You smell that? Oh no, that was poison. Ooh, oh, let me suck it again. No, wait, no, no, you have the poison. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what was I was gonna say something uh, a moment ago though? What were we talking about right before I said the stupid candle? The shit? guy from Mrs. Doubtfire. No. <laughs> oh, it was about Letterman. Uh, yeah. During my late night video back in the day, back in 2019, I uh, I was talking about like current late night, and I made a joke that like everyone looks up to Letterman as a hero, but he's just some old guy to me. And that was really just a joke, especially for like newer generations. And I saw some people that were like, "How could you not give Letterman there?" And it's like. It was a it was a joke. Yeah. I've seen a ton of Letterman content. Yeah. I just uh, I um, you know it was funnier to say. <laughs> that's a, that's a lot of the time where sometimes I feel like we'll get reactions to things and I'm like or like a tweet where I'll get like a small correction. It's like yeah, but it was funnier. It was funnier to say like this. Yeah, that's that's all I really care about. That's is all it saying is. it in the funniest way. <laughs> I can we talk a slight bit about late night. Stuff. Yeah. Good. Because I, I was talking like, about late night. You know me. I always have opinions about it, but I'm like, you're the late night guy. I got to do it in a forum. I, it just happened from that one video algor- algorithmically taken off. But also, I do <laughs> feel like I was glad to m- that that video did take off because you know the amount of late night discussions I'd have for years, being like talking about the opinions on everybody, and I was like. I don't know if people will care about this. Yeah. Most popular video. Dude. Okay. I have some thoughts and, and I just, we got to use Let's them talk this about forum. It. I'm f- sure people would want to hear about it. Sure. Well, first of all, some of the things will be things that we've retread on before, but again, That's fine. first of all, Seth Myers. I, I love Seth, dude. Seth's even better than before. I, Oh my God. I praised Seth in the late night video a bit. And then in my like kind of sequel one praised him a lot. But man, Seth should uh, take over the Tonight Show. I think Seth absolutely. If he doesn't take over the Tonight Show, it would be a fucking travesty. I love Seth. He also, it, it offset to uh, James Corden, um, seems to have a great relationship with all of his crew. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know if you know, there's a there. I know people have heard. If you haven't heard, because uh, I know there's been a lot of recent James Corden hate that there's been a lot of rumors about him being like pretty rude to his crew all the time. Mm-hmm. And then there's an episode. Uh, where he does that show, Spill Your Guts or Fill Your Guts, where he's yeah. a celebrity on. His writers write questions for both of them. So they're reading them as a surprise. Even so, like, let's say you, and I know you know, but you pull a card and it's for me. You don't even know what's going to be on the card. So mm-hmm. then there's no fault for the question. And it's like a really personal or really juicy question. If you don't want to answer it, you have to eat something gross. I think he did it with, it was one of the Kardashians. And the question was like, name one of your cameramen. And and he oh. he gets red in the face and he eats. Oh my god! Yeah, I want to make sure that's right, bro. But, uh, I'm pretty sure that that was that's what I remember from Can, it. Here's all you gotta do. Allegedly, that happened. There you go. Just in case, because it's a, it's a safe thing. We wouldn't fuck around if this was somebody that was universally loved. Yeah. Either way, the question was something about naming somebody on the crew, or maybe name like three cameramen. That's ridiculous. I don't know if it was one, but like he couldn't do it. That's so shitty. And then you see, like, even, like, Colbert or Seth have, like, relationships with their cameramen. You know, yeah. they'll say their name on TV, which is the right thing to do. They're part of your crew. They're part yeah. of the show. But anyways, what... what? Well, the, th- the weird thing is it's, like, for, for a couple of, of levels, it is the right thing to do to be ingrained in your crew like that. Yeah. First of all, from a human fucking perspective, you work with these people. They make you look better. Yeah. You're all working on a on a project together, and you as the host, you have the fucking absolute privilege and the and the gift of being able to be the guy. Yeah. You know, most of these people will never see the light of day from a public name perspective to the same extent that you have. You know, and like I think the crew to a TV show is the exact. I think it's more. It's. It's less like, um, let's say, a pop star that has a team and more like a band where it's like, yeah, you're the host, you're the front man, but like you need the drums, you need a bass, you know, like you need all these other things. Yeah. And it's not just like, 
like obviously we see it from Conan being great too is is Conan do- isn't like, oh, I make the show. Yeah. Everyone makes the show. Those shows need hundreds of people to work on them. They need tons of people. Yeah. It's like that's – it's the human fucking thing to do. But then also it's like people don't realize from even a creative and a fan perception standpoint how stuff is elevated if you really give voices to the crew. They want – it gives everybody not only the illusion but the actual participation in being a part of an inside crew, a joke, a family. You get so many good in-jokes yep. whenever you include more people like that. Like – People want to tune back in. I go back every time Seth talks to Wally, the cue card guy. Oh, man, I love it. I'm like, ah, Wally. Also, is Wally the cue card guy for SNL as well? I think so, yeah. That's awesome. What a cool cool. job. Oh, man, what a guy, dude. And, like, I'm glad he gets more of the spotlight because that's, like, a legendary job is to do cue cards for SNL and Seth Meyers. And it's like Seth literally brought him on the show as one of the fucking guest slots and just interviewed him for, like, 10 minutes. Like, Oh, I didn't even see that. It's great. We did it a few months ago. Oh, that's awesome. I need to watch that. But it's like you, you do shit like that, and it's so much better, and it's like really I have seen so many levels of of comedy from Seth and his team that transcend the typical late night comedy yep. stuff. You got to go check out the late, you know, whatever it is, fucking late night with Seth Meyers or whatever. The They'll YouTube do like shit. fun self-referential bits that'll only make the crew laugh. And those make me laugh. That's yeah. the kind of thing that I feel like is the brand of comedy of, especially when like Kroll or Millennial get together and they'll make a joke about New York. And I'm like, I don't even know the reference, but I laughed and I don't know why. Yeah, you know, it's, like, it's the fucking best. Uh, and then like all the side shit too. They will have internet exclusive stuff. I don't know if you ever catch up on corrections. Do you see no, that? No, but I've heard Seth reference it and mm-hmm. it sounds like a big show and I keep not I I've only been catching a closer look on YouTube lately. Yeah. Is it is it really funny? It is he, so funny. He keeps like almost promoing it, and I'm yeah. like, oh, what is fan? Is it just like how Conan used to do it, where somebody points out something wrong and then they make jokes about it? Yes, and the the tone every time is that it is it is almost a quieter segment because it's almost like a solemn talk that Seth has to have every time whenever he cuts to it every week, and the the whole thing every time will be that he's kind of low-key scathingly hates everybody that sends in the corrections uh-huh. and he's like you fucking jackals you fucking <laughs> nerd idiots like somebody said i can't say this it's the same you know like <laughs> yeah that. yeah so it's like that kind of shit it's so funny i will see stuff where like like borderline connor o'malley sad world like acid trip kind of adult swim shit posty stuff where it'll be like so weird such well, weird levels of meta in like just internet clips of him i don't know if he still does but connor used to write for seth yeah absolutely he was on the show for like the kind of beginning bit of it yes. I don't know if he still does it but yeah I, I, that's what I'm wondering too I love the clip of Connor going out and dancing to the uh, it's like the theme song of like some shitty like detective oh I, I don't show think I've or whatever. seen it it's like interpretive dance to like an, an 80s theme song or something uh, like that and you know Connor he gets yeah. so fucking into it but it's like that kind of stuff where like they'll cut to these like weird edits and like just weird, just kind of surreal things sometimes. It's so fucking unreal. And again, a closer look is like if you want political comedy on YouTube, go watch that. And then you kind of don't really need to watch a lot of other stuff. Yeah, like, it's kind of the best little little sectioned off writing and comedy perspective for news. There's still more like investigative stuff from last week tonight. Yeah, but I have been choosing to watch Seth more. I really like John Oliver, but I feel like he's maybe done. The same joke, like f- like there's three jokes he repeats almost every episode every time, yeah. like wanting to fuck an animal and how sexy it is, and you're like, okay, man, I've seen this so many times, like scrap it. Yeah, no, totally. It's a great show, but it's just like, I have not been watching a lot lately. It's it's the biggest thing is I'm like I still fucking love John and I will watch all of his pieces and it is it is some of the best like package content for television but once you start to pick up on those kind of cadences of the flow of the piece it comes so noticeable because it really is that like hey here's biting skating fucking fantastic investigative stuff well hey we're probably due for like a cute animal or a fuckable animal yep there it is yep and you know what it is i think they need the audience back because they wouldn't hear that big of a reaction from the audience and then they'll know but yeah aren't they about to do it like next week i think so that's and by not watching it lately i mean i missed the last episode and there was a break week so i haven't seen john all dude he fucking hates (laughs) also uh and i'll I'll, we can wrap up the late night talk if you want or keep going whatever i don't know what uh people want here you know, sometimes I need to be less concerned about, honestly, people listening and they're just interested and I just need to stop. You know what I mean? These guys right here? These fucking guys will listen. We could fart into the mics for an hour and these fucking idiots will listen to it. Look at this. Right now, there's some guy on the way to work and he just is a, he's on four hours of sleep and he's like, I'm just pulling this up for his, his sanity. Watch me just make a full fart blarp noise. <laughs> And he's like, 
I could reach down and change this right now, <laughs> but I'm almost to work. Why am I still listening to this? And he goes, hold on. What if he does it one more time? <laughs> um, what was it? Oh, I'm, I was just going to say, uh, John Stewart's coming back. Yeah. When like is that happening? Soon, I'm pretty sure. Go I saw There's him. a promo video for it. I uh, think he'll come on our podcast. I would love... Uh, listen, John, we got the same birthday. You're also one of my heroes. Those are two things. Don't wait. We'll facts. scare him off. We got to not play too hot and loose. I think you're a piece of shit, John. Whoa. Calibrate. Middle. Johnny. No. <laughs> <laughs> Where do I go? Where do I go from here? Um, Johnny, remember the pizza pie rant you went on from the show you were on? I'll, well, that's one thing we disagree on. What? Is that he's, he, he really hates deep dish pizza. What? So if, he, uh, if John Stewart comes on the podcast, I'll hit him with a tire iron. Is that the, a good middle? That's a good middle. You're one of my heroes. I'll hit you with a tire iron. I'm not huge on deep dish. That's fine. I've come to the conclusion. It's it just, hurts. it was like he was shitting on it like crazy. Yeah, man. He shit on it. Well, the thing is, I really only eat one restaurant of deep dish pizza. So it's like, I'm not like a deep dish aficionado. I, I'm just tired of people. You know, the first thing people ask me when they hear where I'm from is about the fucking deep dish. So it's like every party I'm at where, oh, where are you from? Here we go. You know? Yeah. I actually think I might. Uh, Ted suggested that I should make a video on the, the pizza debate. And I maybe that'll be my... Honestly, that might be my next video. Be the pizza man. Ted's the milkman. You be the pizza man. There you go. I need a dairy themed thing. Um, I'll be the Curds and Whey guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're from Wisconsin. You gotta be the Curds. <laughs> Can I skip the Whey part though? The Whey yeah. is not. Yeah. It's not good. You're Gussy Curds. Gussy Curds. <laughs> oh man, but then there's Curtis Robert. He already oh, has the word Curd in his name. Um, Swiss Johnson. But I don't. We don't really make a lot of Swiss cheese. Uh, Gus Curdson. <sighs> Man, but that still has the yeah. word curd in. I think as I did sell cheese curds for a while, so I probably should have them in there. How about Galanda Lakes American Cheese Us Johnson? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about that? That's good. Yeah, I could see that. Can I make a a fucking L.A. ranch right now? Can I, y yes. Can I make a microscopic reference to Land Lakes before you get too far away Go from it? Go for it. So, do you know the Land Lakes has uh, at this point probably should be fucking weaned off but there is like a, a t artist depiction of a native american woman that's been the mascot for land lakes forever let you know about a year ago they took that away did they really yes nice job there you go yeah it's gone but before then <laughs> what you could and this isn't something that's me some guy in my hunting group said that before you before then what you could do when you were a kid and you were looking to get some uh you know some of that like land's end catalog tier porn or whatever is, Sorry, wait, what, hold the fucking fu What are you talking about? <laughs> you know, like like when you're a kid and you don't really have porn, but you just got to be like, oh, hey, there's a there's a promotional image for my dad's Sports Illustrated swimsuit magazine. Do that's not up. tell me the suggestion is the fucking Land O'Lakes mascot. So, but Gus, ap apparently what you this can is do, not okay. And, and, I, and I'm telling you, I would tell it if it wasn't for the bit because I say the most embarrassing shit on here. I never did it, truthfully. Okay. I'm not trying to distance myself for it, but apparently it was a meme and I'm wondering if more people had heard of it. The way the woman was posed is that she was sitting on her knees. If audio list or video people look right at me, she was like sitting on her knees in front of her and her knees were bare. So apparently what ki some kids would do sometimes is they would take the cardboard and bend it up so her two rounded knees look like boobs. Dude, th <laughs> this is that's so offensive and bad. I didn't. I'm telling you, I never did it. But literally, I've, I've heard multiple people say like, "Yeah, I remember when you used to bend the land." Dude, I'm just, I'm, just th <laughs> I'm just thinking of a time skip of like everything that happened before, <laughs> and then these fucking shithead white kids in Wisconsin <laughs> taking the. Oh Jesus! Isn't Christ. that the worst shit ever? Yeah, Jesus. Um, but uh, my L.A. rant, Boom. and it has to do with Land Lakes American Cheese. They're, it's hard to find American cheese out here, dude. Yeah, dude. And I, there's a some places like Ralph's had it for a bit. Now Ralph's doesn't have it around here. And then I'll, so I'll have to like check first before I go on Instacart to see like where a place has American cheese. Mm -hmm. And you'll search American cheese, and the first thing that come up is Kraft Singles, and that's what a lot of people think of when you say it. I said something about American cheese being top tier to add into your mac and cheese. Yeah, which. Chrissy didn't exactly believe me, and now we exclusively use it. And she's real good at cooking, so there you go. That's good stuff. But um, wait, like Kraft American in the no, 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 no. That's like what I'm actual, saying. Okay. Actual Land O'Lakes American cheese. But I said that, and everyone was tweeting Kraft singles at me, and it's like that's not what I'm, I'm talking about. Deli American cheese. Mm -hmm. It's a little bit different. It's got a different texture. Kraft singles grossed me out when I was a kid. 
I never really truly liked them. I would eat them occasionally, like in just a cold sandwich. But like the thing is, that's really hard to like get out of your mind though, because it is like plasticine very much. Like you ready for me to hit you with a crazy fact though? Oh no, what? Five Guys cheese is Kraft Singles. And now, now you're re- rethinking not Five Guys, but you're thinking rethinking Kraft Singles, aren't you? No, I'm rethinking Five Guys. Really? It tastes fucking good. Well, though. I'm just surprised because in like every other level, Five Guys is so S tier from a quality standpoint. Their jalapenos are always fresh, not pickled. They always have like some of the freshest fucking fries. Their burgers are great. Uh, honestly, you know why I hadn't noticed that it was Kraft Singles until now is because I exclusively order hot dogs from Five Guys every single time. What? It's so much. They have the best hot dog period they have like polish sausage oh. like kielbasa things it's sorry it's craft american cheese in huge blocks so it's not a single which is better because yes. then it's like actual cheese they're cutting good good so who cut the cheese five guys did they're the they're the real tutors <laughs> but what were you saying sir yeah they, you got to get a hot dog at five guys every time i don't think i've ever gotten a hot dog at five guys next time you go there get one because they they essentially they they get two nice big like potatoey feeling buns and then they go ahead and they toast the buns and they get like an actual good natural casing not like fun dog cool. type like hot dog and they slice it in half and then they grill it on each half and they essentially have like a hot dog Ooh. sandwich it's and so it's a thousand dollars yep pretty much I uh, I don't, and I'm not gonna get. We've we've talked about it enough about uh, our digestion with things, but I avoid Five Guys a lot just because it's so it's it's really good. But man, it is like it is a bomb to your system. As Marty McFly would say, Doc, it's heavy. It, that's so heavy, Doctor. He'd say that, Doctor. Doctor, do operation on me. Take this Five Guys out of my stomach. <laughs> Go pump my stomach out of my Five Guys hot dog, please. That, that's from the slightly less popular Back to the Future Three. That's no good. I remember uh, one time referencing Back to the Future 3 not being as good as 1 and 2 to one of my English teachers. And it was there were two of the English teachers there. And they were like, what are you talking about? 3 is the best one. So that person shouldn't be in charge of children. Yeah. And the thing is, well, it was high school. So they, well, I guess still children. Yeah. But um, uh, I, it was, I was an improv. And that's why it was one of the English teachers. And they reacted like I was being like an asshole and I had a bad take. And I was like, I feel like this is just... I don't hate Back to the Future 3, but it's not the best one for sure. Back to the Future 3, though, is one that actively bums me out every time I watch it. Because it isn't like the worst shit in the world, but knowing what it could have been, it's just like, hey, I'm just I'm just coasting off of the I yeah. want more content. And I just got done watching one and then two was like a little less good, but still OK-ish. Apologies to people who to the Back to the Future 3 lovers. But when I rewatch the movies... I rarely watch the third. I, don't. I, I watch one do. and two. I watch one and two, which I'm due for a rewatch. I love one and two. I will always say one, two is such is one, probably one of my favorite meta films, like like from a distance films, uh-huh. where I'm saying I respect it, but I don't I don't watch it. and I'm like fuck yeah all the time. It's still stupid interesting, yeah. but you're just like look at all the incredibly breakthrough filmmaking techniques that they did with it and shit. It's interesting hearing about the Crispin Glover face mold lawsuit. I know yeah. we talked about before and shit, and it is it is so fascinating because it's such a ballsy thing to be like. Remember that like perfect thing that we just made a few years ago. What if we went back and potentially fucked it up? I, dude, I couldn't believe, though, in when I watched 2 as a kid, I couldn't believe, like, that they made it. Yeah. You know, like, they were showing the other... I watched them, you know, like, back to back. I'm sure we all did because we didn't see them in theaters, mm-hmm. you know? Um, uh, and I was just like, wait, that, how the... F- how did they do this? You know, because yeah. I didn't know they shot it, you know, at the same time pretty much, right? The first and second one? Yeah, didn't oh, they? Oh, no, not no, at all. No, they didn't? Five years in between pretty much. So they shot two and three at the second time, which is oh, why at the end of... that's what I'm continuing in my head At there. the end okay. of two, they literally, as part of the actual cut of the film, they include a trailer for the third movie. Right. Isn't that weird? That yeah, they, they had, show, like, the train and everything. Yeah, right? that they had enough footage for at the time to be like, the movie's out, here's the trailer at the end of the movie. That's crazy. It's coming next year. So I think principal photography for two and three was, like, nine solid months, dude, and it was just Back to the Future the whole fucking time. I'm a bit glad, and this is, like, slightly about Back to the Future, but gearing away from it. Like, I, I still love, our like, our design on our set, which is a little bit crossing into the 90s a little bit. Yep. But I'm very glad we're out of the, like, hey, guys, it's another Back to the Future anniversary. Don't we love the 80s? Don't we love Back to the Future? Here's the, like, you know, where it was yeah. just kind of the full, I got, I think we both got kind of swept up in it. And you look back and you're like, man, that was just like total marketing to just kind of relive for some people. And I, I think it was exciting for us because we got to experience like mainstream hype for the cool movies again. Yeah. But like, I don't know. I don't want, every five years, I don't need them to wheel out <laughs> like, uh, why am I forgetting uh, Christopher Lloyd? 
Uh, yeah. Like every time where he comes out and he's like, you guys remember? And yeah. it's like, I do, but. I, I will say though, I fucking love Christopher Lloyd so fucking He's much, great. Though. And did you see the thing? Yeah, he... I did see the Rick and Morty thing. That was yeah. so cool, man. I, honestly, like, I don't even mind it. Because especially with him, like, he is going to be probably best known for that, but he is like an absolute juggernaut lifetime. Yeah. He, he has so many other things under his belt. That's got, why like, I, do, I feel weird about it, where they're like, You're back to the future guy. Yeah. And it's just like, no. I, apparently for him, that has been like his, uh, similar to uh, Gene Willy Wonka. Gene Wilder? With Gene Wilder, yeah. How like Gene Wilder for decades after would be like, he would be Willy Wonka for people. Like uh-huh. he just was Willy Wonka. Like Christopher Lloyd was always Doc Brown. He was so, he just had such a love for it. Oh, that makes me happy that he's coming out then. I, yeah. I worried that it was like, because you know, there's always that division of people who love the role they played and then people who are like, hey, shut the fuck up about it. Yeah. Like if you went, if you called Christopher Lloyd Doc, it's very different than calling Harrison Ford Han. Yeah. You know, where you'd be like, Shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, yeah. don't say that to me. And I also think that, not knocking Harrison Ford, but uh, Christopher Lloyd seems to be a little more welcoming to people and the impact that it has on stuff, like his roles. And, and Harrison is almost in a charming way, just like, yeah, fuck you, you Star yeah. Wars nerds, you well, know? I would hope, I, honestly, it's like, his. I would prefer to be known as, honestly, the Blade Runner guy, too, just because Star Wars is so, like, convention-y for it, too. I loved him in Blade Runner 2049, man. He's yeah, It's man. so fucking cool that he was in that um, we watched it together. I finally watched it for the first time. Yeah, yeah we cool. we watched it um, on uh, my my OLED TV that I was very. It's I you know I'm a very TV heavy guy, and for the first time I really got one that I'm like you know what I'm gonna make a I'm gonna spend on it. Which by the way, even just spending on that TV, you know, it sat in like uh, like the checkout card for me for days, and I was just like. I know I want this. I know I'm going to buy it, but even just buying it is giving me so much like anxiety. Yeah, I can't dude. I can't spend any like real money on myself. I can do it with small things. I can get an extra taco for myself, no thought. Yeah. I food no thought for me. Any like purchase that's going to be mine, I'm like ah, ah. Surprisingly, I have entered into the first time in maybe my full adult life that I'm actually I am doing that now. Uh-huh. And it's Pokémon cards. And right. that's it. Like still like Wait, the, you're doing the hesitation? Where where I'm actually like following through with big purchase stuff. Because oh. honestly, outside of like the Valve Index that I bought at this point like a year and a half ago, I haven't really made any big treat yourself kind of purchases for myself. Yep. Like and I don't like doing that because I still have that mentality of like I want to run shit into the ground and like I just can't bring myself to be like, I'm gonna go get a bunch of I suppose I did get a new camera, but that was literally because that's for I'm like work. Yeah, that's gonna for work. make the money back. And right also away. it's a camcorder. Yeah. So <laughs> I just wanted some something to be able to pick up and shoot. But like I mean like I'm talking to you now and I'm wearing pants that I fucking bought in college and like I just get shitty like Hanes T shirts and shorts and I've shit. been thrifting a lot lately too. I love fucking doing that Dude, shit. Like thrifting nuts, Hawaiian dude. shirts, I have an addiction. Oh my god. I mean, um I'm wearing one right now. Let's speaking of that though. the fucking Yikes shirt shipped out, which I'm super happy now, about. I did like three coffin in my hand and nose clear things, mm. and I just want you to recognize I the game that I got going on. There's up here. so for you guys that don't know, I went for a high five and Gus was very, very good about it and said that he, you know, his hand could potentially be gross. You remember we talked about that stuff before where I'm like, I'm not a full germaphobe, but I will always have that mental log of like, I know that this hand touched this thing. It will be categorized yep. for these activities until it gets washed again. Also, I, I will uh, tell you the details of it, but I just want to share this with everybody. So I'm going to completely remove the person or what the situation really was. But recently someone I know had someone come up to them and was like, oh, my day's, you know, like pretty awful. Mm-hmm. They're like, why? What's up? And face to face was like, ah, oh, yeah, I'm just, I'm getting really sick. So I'm just gearing up to, you know, like go home. And it's like, after all this, yeah, you can't, if you came to the podcast and you were like, you sat down and you're like, man, dude, I'm real sick. I'd be like, what? What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Right now, I'm dude. at the point now where it's like, oh, I could have always avoided a cold. Yeah. I was somebody before where even though. I would be a germaphobe with like some things. If somebody was like, I am so sorry. I have a cold. The, the like nice part of me would be like, Oh, don't worry about that. In my head, I'd be like, well shit, I'm getting a cold now. Yeah, exactly. Why'd I accept that before? No, you don't need to do it. So yeah, I that's, hate that fucking yeah. shit. Can you believe somebody did that after all this? Yeah. And but, especially now because the sickness could potentially be COVID. Yeah. So it's just like. Especially to have it be like, oh, man, this day sucked for me. It's like, yeah. hold on. You're making it maybe suck for me. What's your status there, guy? Yeah, the details make it worse. I'll tell you a little bit Okay, later. okay yeah. good. I'll hear more about that. I got to remember my late night 
talk show bookmark thing too. Oh you no, that. let's go uh, back to it. What no, no, it's not to go back. Oh, it's, oh it's the an thing off the to podcast. say off yeah. the podcast. Um, what were, were you going to say a yikes thing though? I didn't want to steamroll oh, that. Oh no, that was just it. They finally shipped out, which there was oh, there was a delay, and I was like so kind of mortified. That stuff stresses me out so much because I'm just like I I want people to get the thing, you know, and uh, yeah. especially those ones were custom, so they they took longer. Um, it's real nice, especially with the winter launches when it's like like a hoodie because it can go like directly out that week, which yeah. is perfect. Um, which that's why I'm excited for the winter stuff because it's like, I, I feel so much stress where the longer it takes, I'm like, well, if something's wrong, like I'm going to disappoint somebody, mm-hmm. you know, like if they get it and they waited a bit and then it's wrong, uh, I'm going to feel terrible. That's- also, there's a support email, so you don't need to DM me cause I'm uh, not the one guys. So yeah. yeah, that's what I hate. What like, because with anything else that we really do like content and like just you know social post stuff it's like we have control over it and it it always sucks when it's like hey you know especially it's a merch thing and something goes wrong because it's like i i don't like i'm not trying to get away from this it's like fuck i hate that it's like i had to trust somebody else and it's like you know what with the nature of these things shit gets lost stuff happens you know and it's like fuck me i wanted to be able to control that it's like i can't have final control over every like sale and print and stuff and it sucks when bad stuff happens because you're like i couldn't i can't do that yeah dude that's um that stuff is like mortifying to me like uh um i i don't understand how you know, some creators get into these controversies where they just like absolutely did not give a shit about like what they were selling or what they were, were like, like, let's say Jake Paul with things. I get it with him because, you know, he's yeah. dumb. Um, but, uh, you know, with some creators, well, they'll get into these controversies. Well, they'll they'll act so like, well, I got my money, like even the fucking uh, the cryptocurrency scam Ross, stuff that dude. happened with. Yeah. Like or any like the phase people um, like they selling a scam. It's like. The idea of thinking that I took advantage of somebody who liked our stuff makes me lose sleep. If And the, it was just a later shipment. Yeah. And I was straight up, I would be going for a run, and I'd start to almost give myself like a panic attack being like, it's going to come a week, well, a week later than somebody expected. Right? Like, oh, my God. And then some people can just be like... Oh, I don't give a fuck. I made my money. Literally, Aiden getting a haircut, being like, "Oh man, like I hope you all didn't actually buy that milf coin shit, bro." Like, and his audience are children. It's like what? Ah, oh, man, it's that's just nuts. I I think uh, consistently for me and you, nothing pisses me off more in uh, the internet like industry than people taking advantage, especially of a chill, uh, kid audience. Dude, it's sickening. Which like. Even though he's done said funny things, like Logan and Jake have never apologized for it yep. ever, and, and they made a fucking industry. At, uh, wasn't it the uh, Nerd City made that video where most of the most of Jake's content, or like a good significant portion, was FTC breaking of like what a kid's content should be with adver- advertising. Yeah. Like advertising was a majority, or not, maybe not a majority, but like thirty percent of the content that he put out. Yeah. Well, and also it's just like it is really important to realize, especially during these giant swaths of seeing specifically Logan in these positions where uh, like he could be seen as somebody that is, you know, not that people can't individually do, quote unquote, the right thing in certain situations. He does, he has moments where I'll watch something. I'll be like, oh, nice, yeah. dude. Like he had some really great big political and social takes of the last year that is like, you know, hey, anytime you can put out to a especially a largely kid based audience, yeah. like these good messaging. He had some great messaging around like the Black Lives Matter surge. Like, yeah, yeah. And, stuff. and like, he's got to fire every shithead that talks on his podcast because anytime he says something good or what was maybe the Harry Styles dress thing. Yeah. There's always some dumb fucking dude going like, I don't know, bro. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just don't think so. Exactly. And again, I even said at the time when that came out, I was like, I'm not saying that guy probably doesn't think that and is a piece of shit. And and I'm not saying, and, and also Logan said the right things in those things. You know, like he was being like, yeah, people should be able to do whatever they want. But the idea that Logan should get 100% praise for that, it's yeah. like, you knew that guy, you were going to bring that guy on yep. who you knew was going to have that bad take. So you could go. Actually, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, so it's like yeah. you orchestrated this, though. Like, yeah, you like, yeah, your message is fucking great, but I know your fucking motives behind it. You like that shit. The, the, it's important to remember. It's like, yeah, he has stuff like that, or like the big recent thing where it's like that guy, that fucking. Oh, so can pathetic. we? Can we? Like, we gotta inform we people to real quick. People. Okay, so there was this video on TikTok. One, it came up on my feed before I saw people talking about it. Oh, really? And I was so like, what the fuck am I seeing? Where it was, I would say, pretty conventionally attractive, fratty dude in his 20s, uh, wants to work in entertainment, said that in the video, kind of tearing up, that he had a job making over 100K a year, quit it, 
went to Jake Paul's boxing match, snuck backstage to film himself meeting Logan, saying that he wanted a job. And then Logan is like, be honest, dude, did you did you sneak back here? And he first lies and says no, and then admits that he does. Yeah. And then Logan says something like, well, do you have what it takes? And the guy goes, honestly, no, dude. Yeah. And, and then Logan's like, well, why should I hire you then? You know? Yeah. And he's like, I don't know, man. I just want to get into, I want to, you know, do what you do. And he's like, well, you got any friends, any family? And the guy's like, no, literally no. And it's like, dude, why would you quit your fucking job to walk? Why would you? Uh, why would anybody make a life plan and trust it in walking up to Logan Paul is the yeah. question for, uh, uh, guy, uh it's foolish. I, and the thing is, I, I don't even know if I believe all the details of the guy's story. Yeah. Like, I don't think he quit his job, but I do believe he makes a hundred K a year. Yeah. He, he has the look of a guy that got hooked up by like some, one of his frat brothers, yeah, you know? Yeah, like, absolutely. But it's just like, and a thing that's another example recently of people being like, Hey, Logan was really mature here. And honestly just gave him like some tough love and shit. And like, and you see that stuff, and then it's like, okay, you know, hey, he's not the, uh, you know, he's not the Logan Paul diss track, you know, but go throw out your yeah. word shit of a few years ago. But it's like, you got to, you know, look a little bit more discerningly at the shit he's doing right now. Like, he's making, like, he's going hard into the NFT game, you know. Yeah. Which oh, I forgot about that. He's scamming people them. right now. Yeah, and the thing is, they're trying to do some sort of, like, crypto, like, literal crypto crypto, where it's, like, zoological-based, like, weird Yeah, I saw that on uh, H3, is that... Uh, yeah, that they're, like, literally pulling it from fucking stock photography. Yeah, and then Photoshopping, like, an elephant trunk on a panda and selling it as an NFT, which is terrible for the environment. Yeah. And, dude, I don't know. I'm just so tired of, like, there's no... Certain accountability things like just won't happen. Like I guess Logan is different, but like fucking Dobrik's back. Yep. Oops. Yay. Nothing. He's getting millions and millions of fucking. And news. I'm not even talking about the excavator thing. I'm talking about the other fucking thing. Yeah. That he for a vlog. If you don't know, look it up. Yeah. And he's fine. No problem. Hey, he's got a new discovery series too coming he out. Fucking encouraged buying alcohol for people under 21. Yeah. To. Yep. For content. And he's back, and it's good. Yeah, he's got a Discovery show. So, I don't know. Fuck that shit, man. I don't fucking know, dude. That's just fucking... Uh, the, especially, honestly, the people in his life that fucking fall in line Oh, my him. God, fucking dude. Fucking feckless shit. I couldn't, dude. Anybody, anybody who... who is a creator and if I fucking am at VidCon and I spot any of you motherfuckers walking up to David being like bro you're the king you are so fucking lame dude you're I couldn't think there's a lamer thing than that circle of people that are like anything David wants anything David wants goes I will uh, fall on a sword for him I will it's like you already have a following yeah, just dude. make something good and you don't need him anymore yeah. but they want a bunch of money from him and that's it and it's so pathetic and it's like you know within that group of people that has come and gone there are people of various talents and other backgrounds and other like areas and shit but it's just like dude you are just falling back on this fucking guy how pathetic well you is see that? some people uh, like come to their senses and jump ship and yeah. they're like yeah that was awful I was being taken advantage of that person was terrible to me yeah and then you see the other people there, like david's the best he'd never hurt anybody yeah while talking about him directly hurting somebody yeah and it's just like i'm sorry i just don't have the same level of respect for you i don't give a fuck how big of an audience you command like i want to see what the fuck you're actually doing yeah and if you're just some fucking leech for some rich kid that's just involved in shit I mean, sure, you know, I'm not saying you don't necessarily inherently deserve a platform, but I'm saying you sure as fuck don't deserve respect. Like, yeah. what are you actively doing? You also, know? yeah, you'll hear people go like, uh, like, well, what do you want them to do? Go away forever? It's like, well, um, when a lot of that controversy stuff didn't come out yet for David, he knew yeah. and he posted a My New Mansion tour mm -hmm. right before it came out. Yep. So that's not feeling bad for your actions. It's absolutely not fucking feeling bad for your actions. I don't give a fuck about keeping this in too. I don't like, care. I, that's that's shit where it's like if you don't say anything about it and you're just like, well, I don't know, maybe there might be an opportunity with them in the future. I don't want a fucking opportunity with them. No, if I don't, David vlogs near me ever, I'm gonna be like, get the fuck away from me. I would I, if he put me in a video. I would actively be like, dude, can you take me out of that? Like, I, would, I don't want to. I would fucking, on camera be like, go away. Yeah, I would be like, I don't fucking want. I love that we're just going. I would well, say VidCon this is what. <laughs> that's the thing is like we've been at events around that group before. Yeah, and so like I just I don't I don't know I don't want anything to fucking do with them. I, I don't want to <laughs> deal with them. I don't want to fucking deal. Um, with them. So like, hopefully they're they're back, but in a, a side corner and they're not. I really hope they don't get like featured at events again it's yeah. really it's really weird and obviously 
beyond saying this, we're not going to go into specifics, but in a very general sense, it's weird being five, six years into this now. Yep. And then just having like, you know, Eddie and I, we, we really get along with pretty much fucking everybody. Yeah. But we have had run-ins with people in the past, you know, like, and it's never really been like on camera -y shit too much or like, you know, publicly known about, but it's like, there are certain creators where we're like, we're we're not talking to them. We're fucking avoiding them yeah. and shit. And it's weird. It's only now. from actions of the of the person. That's, so it becomes weird because also mm -hmm. I think we're like, well, we, it's like socially, I never want to like make an enemy. But if somebody does something that I think is fucked up, I'm not going to continue being friends with them. So, that, but then with the industry, you just have to keep being around them. You That's know? what sucks. Is it's like you. Will, it's it's the weirdest, most uncomfortable thing in the world. Like especially like having it like knowing something about somebody seeing that there's a fucking problem with what they do and then just being like i'm gonna still probably just run into that guy for, yeah you know i fucking hate shit like that yeah. so much but. but really for the most part i i think uh we've pretty much made a friend out of like every youtube person we've interacted with which is great yeah um i where dude i really we've talked about this before it's like i wish i had just like more time to just see everybody mm -hmm. you know um especially i mean what we got to do is just get get guests on here a little bit more i think oh yeah i'm actually curious <laughs> what people feel uh, like the general audience feels about like frequency of guest episodes like i want i would like to know how often they would want a guest yeah i like i pride and i think we both do we pride ourselves in like we, at the end of the day we're doing fuck around stuff we're doing what we want yep and and it resonates with people and 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 not in any way does that question turn us into that we're never going to be the podcast where it's like week to week we're being like what do you guys want to see next week yeah no you i'm know? just curious because i'm I, curious too. i think our the current mix is pretty good but i think we could probably throw in like every two months like one more guest in yeah, i think people do prefer though our stupid poopy bullshit of just me and you back and forth i know I think which so was too. we talked about so much years ago when we started by the way i think we passed the three-year anniversary of starting the podcast. It was this last week. Dude. Oh, I can't <laughs> high-five you. You coughed it on your hand. Uh, dude, that that's... It, uh, well, the thing is, uh, for real, that I want to take a moment. It's like, whoever's been listening to us for three years, holy shit. Well, thanks for joining us so far, and let's yeah. like, keep it going. But I was going to say, uh, we were so like, we have to... If we haven't make a podcast, we have to have like you know, a guest every time or people won't care. And then we, you know, had that panic episode where we were like, let's just do it. Me and you, like we did with our old podcast. Mm -hmm. And it was just, that was the greatest feeling in the world. And I, I sometimes forget about that, that we didn't originally plan it for to, to just be me and you like fucking around. And yeah. I'm so glad this is what it became. Yeah. It's just so much more chill. Yep. Think of all the poop jokes we've been able to make now without those stupid pesky guests in our table. Let me hear that fart noise you were doing before. Yeah. Check it out. This will be a better one over here. That sounds like how Manny from Ice Age would fart. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's how, actually, I think Ray Romano farts. Yeah. <laughs> Deborah! Deborah! Wait, you say Deborah, and I'll make the... Oh, wait, wait, hold up. Oh, no. Deborah! <laughs> I don't think it showed one. up that much on the... All right, here, I'll get a better one. Deborah! <laughs> what the fuck are we doing, dude? <laughs> Eddie, how about we open some fucking mail? Mail! Oh, I forgot. So this one, I already know what it is. It's probably diapies. We're just going to get it out of the way. Is it adult diapies? Probably. It says, worry-free nights are here. D's nuts. Oh! Look at this. This is how they say D's nuts in France. Oh! D's nuits. <laughs> Monsieur incroyable. Okay. I'm opening up my bit. Whoa. Uh, okay. Here we go. This is from... It's uh, Magpie. Uh, you guys are my go-to podcast while drawing and crocheting, so I thought it was only fair I give some of the things I've made to the boys who inspired them. Uh, I attempted to give the frogs mustaches, but they ended up looking like shit. Hope you still like them. Um, also, my Twitter and Instagram are both frogs for the frog war, although absolutely no pressure to say that on the podcast. That's fine. Um, okay. Oh! Whoa! Yo! Oh, it's little frog. We got little crochet frogs. It's got a little bottle cap with our name on it. Oh, dude, this is. I looks like the axolotls I've been catching in Minecraft. Ooh, this is great. This it is looks great. like a this French so party cute. hat. Oh man, like I love you, that. This frog sidled into a photo booth at the end of the night with some champagne all over its shirt and was like, "I want to take a photo of you." Uh, <laughs> also, this one. Okay, so one of these says for Eddie, and one of them is pink. So <laughs> I'm assuming this one's for you. Okay. Um. Hold on. What's in this thing? There's another bottle cap? Oh, there's stickers. 
Oh, it's frogs with knives. God damn it. What? It's a verified check out of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, quick update. I applied again. Denied again. <laughs> Ooh, that's okay. Um, Next week, I bet. Uh, oh, also, it's a pin. It's a pin bottle cap. Oh, that's kind of fun. That's great. You can pin it on your own self. What's this? What's the sticker? It's a sticker for natural bubblegum essence blubber blubber. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you need that? Um, all right. Well, let me set this down to the side. This is great. Thank Good you, Megba. Thank you for the frogs. I have a... Uh, Another Pokemon note in terms of mail stuff I want uh-huh. to tell you as I open this. So, again, that's some of the area that I've been treating myself. is I've been doing a lot of Pokemon streams on my Twitch and right. opening shit. And I bought uh, – you shouldn't be buying loose booster packs, really. Uh-huh. But I took a chance on two really well-established like established sellers. And two separate ones this last week. I bought Unified Minds packs specifically, and they were scam packs. Oh. Like, like – fully resealed repackaged fake printed cards and shit inside damn and the weird thing is of these two separate sellers both of which had accounts that were over five years old with over 98 percent seller feedback on both both of the scam packs in like every single way down the checklist the they look like identical fucking scam packs like the damn. printing the packing the crimping was the dead same on so it's the same operation two different accounts well, probably well or? now i'm like yeah is it the fucking same account or are there a bunch of like shitty fake unified minds packs going around uh-huh. there so i don't fucking know dude yeah but that's just annoying because it's one of those things where it's like they weren't huge sale things and this is certainly a privileged thing you know they weren't huge sale things you know but they were like maybe like 50 bucks or so for like the packs i bought but I'm like, it's going to take me so long to go through, like, customer support and then maybe I have to fucking return these things. Yeah. And I'm like, I would usually just eat the cost of 50 bucks, but, like, I I can't it's let somebody out yeah. there, though, like, just win it, you know? Yep. Oh, also, side note, uh, a big thank you to, uh, I'm sure, a lot of people that watch the podcast. And a big thank you to you as well for it. Um, I did, uh, I don't even, how do I even describe this stream? Whole. <laughs> Um, I was, I did a charity stream for uh, St. Jude Children's Research Hospital where I was stuck in a hole the whole time. It took me two days of work of editing bits and, uh, I had this really weird stream. I might do more in the future. We wanted to raise 10 K. Uh, we ended up raising $16,000 because, uh, people like Gus and Bruce and, uh, uh Ethan, uh, Nestor actually donated a thousand dollars. Oh, seriously? Um, yeah. And like the whole audience just came together and donated and it was an awesome experience. I'd love to do more charity stuff in the future. So I just want to say if you donated or if you stopped by for the stream, thank you. It was really weird, but really fun. And I want to do more of those. Thank you guys. I'll, I'll hype if I do more of those edited streams like for charity uh, I'll hype it up more ahead of time because like the, the VOD is still on my Twitch so you can go see it but man that took forever to work on dude oh, I bet. the the amount of like fiddling around with streamlabs and editing and photoshopping it took fucking like two and a half full days of like really? barely sleeping so this is one I don't even want to brush past that though that is a big deal dude so no we, you. You know, we were there for it. we're good brush past it but <laughs> So this one is from our friend Andre L. from Canada. Yo! And, and I'm sure there'll be a sweet thing in here. This says read on pod, and it's a full page. So oh. let's go spark notes um, uh, Whoa, it's another. Uh, I'm a 20-year-old Canadian fella. I've been crocheting for a bit now. So I made. Pl- <laughs> oh, it's Eddie. Oh! Eddie. Oh, we got so much crochet. It's a little me with the yike sign. Look okay, we'll that. read this on the podcast. Um, uh, for a bit now, so I made uh, a plush Gus and Eddie. Uh, I wanted to let... Do you have yours? Yep, let me see. I'll read it after. Where's... (laughs) Look (laughs) at these guys. Wait, here. We'll do it in one shot. Here, you want to grab Yeah, look at these tiny little guys. (laughs) Uh, I wanted uh, to let you guys know how much you inspire me every day. Your comedic efforts and love for what you do have inspired me since I started watching the podcast at the beginning of the pandemic. You two also inspired me to start a film podcast of my own that's been going for six months as of August 2021. That's near... You know, we started in August. Um, I've also started writing uh, commentary videos, and I'll film uh, as I'll film as another creative outlet. Also, I wanted to let you boys know that I tried playing uh, truck chess, like you recommended months ago. Wait, what is truck? We got to remember <laughs> things we say, dude. The thing is, guys, just so you know, when we say something on the podcast or there's something we frequently repeat, you got to know that this there there are hours not not to uh, uh, wait who is it uh, Andre. Um, not to you, but when people will be like, they don't know they told this story before. It's like, it's been a thousand hours on the yeah. podcast. Um, but, uh, okay. So what, what the fuck is truck chess? What did we, and I broke my G dang ween. 
<laughs> what the fuck is truck chest? I don't what even are we... know what truck chest so, is. So um, I did not like that, and now my ween, uh, my ween doobie broke. <laughs> I would recommend putting a warning on that episode that says, if you or a loved one have been diagnosed with broken ween, you may be entitled to financial compensation. Have a good one, boys. Not from Thank us. Thank you, Andre. Thanks, Andre. This Yo, awesome. your guy has a buttonable, removable, yikes, sign. No fucking You can take way. it off. I already did it. You can do it cleanly if you, like, grip on there. I do, I just pull it? Or? Yeah, you can just, like, soft pull it off. <gasps> it's customizable. Oh! Also, the pants and the shirt are fully removable. Wait, we can take our butts out? We can take our... Guys, let's moon the camera with the Gus and Eddie. Oh, mine's not removable. It's, it's, it's tied on there. Kiss my crocheted cock. Why can't I take my butt out? <laughs> <laughs> um... Here, how about, uh, well, that's it for mail. How about we, uh, we let um, our, our uh, uh, crochet guys close this one out. All right. <laughs> I forgot they can't talk. <laughs> I forgot. Uh, Audio listeners won't be able to see this. Uh. <laughs>